are listening to the Project Weight Loss Podcast, where your best life is just one project away. And now, your host and life coach, Fina Perez. Hello, everyone. Hope you are amazing. And I hope that you've been getting out there and exercising, walking, or doing some other stress reliever. (laughs) Because, well, I have not. I have been visiting with my mafia, my family, and so my focus is them right now. And I have just been having a great time seeing them and hearing them. The house sounds alive again. You know that feeling like we're there's so much stuff happening. So this big house is full again, and it just brings me so much joy. So I hope you have joy in your life this week. And, you know, I hope that you have some peace too. And, you know, I've been thinking about you a lot lately, specifically on this topic. In fact, I have been thinking about this for the last couple of months, and I finally made the decision that it's time to get in here. And what really propelled me to move on this was that I received a text from my friend, Dina, my sister-in-law, and I love her so much. She is amazing and has been really a good friend to me. And so she sent me the podcast link on Oprah's Super Soul on the topic of forgiveness. And it was really interesting because I wanted to do this topic right around the holidays. And I really was not necessarily stalling, but I was being very careful with it because I wanted to make sure that I was as thorough as I could be and at the same time as clear as I could be. Anyway, she sent me the podcast link and, you know, I had listened to it a while back, but it brought back this topic into the forefront, like I said, and I was so glad that she texted it to me because I saw it as a sign (laughs) that I really needed to talk to you about it now. And so I highly recommend that you listen to Oprah's Super Soul episode on forgiveness. She talks about how forgiveness is about giving up on the hope that the past can be any different. And this thought came from an interview she did with Dr. Gerald Jim Polsky that she interviewed on her show. And there's so much more in this episode. And so I highly recommend that you listen to it. She brings so many of her interviews with the maesters in this area. And I'm not going to recount them all here, but I will get to some of these overarching topics of what it means and um, some of the thoughts that I have around it. So listen to that episode. It's a treasure trope for sure. In any case, her text on this topic solidified my decision to have it be our next discussion point in our risk assessment phase of our project weight loss. You know, I normally don't struggle with my podcast. Um, I have a long list, and so I just go at it. And depending on what's happening around me, I may tweak my, you know, what's on the agenda for the next podcast a little bit. But for the most part, it's it's pretty doable for me. But this topic particularly was very important for me in that I really wanted to put a little extra effort. And I mentioned it to my daughter and she recommended to make it a two-part episode. And that made a lot of sense to me because this topic is very complex to me, at least. It's very complex. There's the concept of forgiving others, forgiving ourselves, and then being forgiven, right? So it's a lot. And so I wanted to be as thorough as I can be while keeping it to my goal of a short, simplified podcast. Thorough, but simple. So normally I ask myself the question of what is happening with us and what's our pain point in this, right? What's affecting us? What's weighing us down and how I can help you with that? 
And the second thing I look to do, among other things, when I'm writing my notes for our episodes, I seek to distill the topic and my thoughts around the, the topic. And this is important for me because my mind loves to race. It's like going a mile a minute. I feel like it's sometimes I can't catch up to it. <laughs> I know it sounds weird, but I think others that know me get that sense too. So, you know, and sometimes there's so much there. So in the podcast, I try to break things down for you in about 20 minutes. It's about my goal. And so I really wanted to seek to address in this podcast the five W's on the topic of forgiveness, which is another thing I normally do in my podcast, which is I'm looking at the who, what, when, where, and why. And then if I can on the how, and the how is to me not as important only to the extent that, you know, our beautiful minds answer that for ourselves, right? It's so individual. But for me, I really like to look at addressing the five W's, who, what, when, where, and why. And so my hope today is that this episode is helpful to you because for our Project Weight Loss, this topic of forgiveness is a biggie. It's like unwanted luggage, unwanted baggage from living our best lives, from arriving to where we want to be in our project weight loss. So how many times have we gotten so angry or so overwhelmed because according to us, someone put us in the situation that we're in? This weight, heavy baggage of hurt really just shuts us down figuratively and physically. It weighs us. So I'll start by saying that I want to break it down on the idea of forgiveness of others and of ourselves. I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to do a two part. The first part today on the concept of forgiving others. And next week, I'm going to be talking about forgiving ourselves and being forgiven in general. I will also aim to give you the definition and how I define it too, so that we can really come at it from a baseline of some mutual understanding of what it means to forgive. Then I hope to give you some thoughts on when to forgive. And I pulled this one out from the title specifically. So I created the title on this topic because that's kind of a nagging question for us in that we always have an opinion on when we can forgive and when others should forgive us or when they should forgive someone else, right? I'm number one on this. I love to have my opinions on this. You know, you really need to forgive this person. (laughs) And I want to stop there. And I want us to dive in here. And in reference to the where, well, I like to see this very clearly that intellectually we forgive in our minds. But for me, it's really about the heart, about the spirit. So for me personally, the root of forgiveness is in our hearts. And then of course, last is the why. And we will end on that note to some extent. So let's go. Let's talk about the idea of forgiveness of others. And you know, I thought about this and this topic usually comes up during the holidays because we get together with others, sometimes with the others that we feel have wronged us and it gets tricky. The holidays can exhaust us and ignite us, a push and a pull that is in the end so exhausting. So I will speak to this topic of betrayal and hurts, all that provides fuel for us to think that we cannot forgive a person. And sometimes we can't even forgive, like, let's say it's something simple, like a political party. Yes, I said political groups and and the people in them, right? Us. We just like to fragment folks, right? Put them in this box and say, I can't forgive you or I can't forgive this group or you just, you know, it's all wrong, right? So to me, let's get at the root. Let's start at the root. 
which starts with what it means to forgive. Do you have your definition of what it means to forgive? What's it for you? Think about that. What do you think it really means? What does it mean to you? So I looked it up and I know, oh brother, here we go again with the reading of a definition. (laughs) But you know, I really didn't know what it meant until recently, until about three years ago. I know, right? So many years. Well, to forgive has really just two meanings. The first meaning is to stop feeling resentment against someone or someone's. <laughs> Not sure if that's a word, but a resentment towards a person or more than one person. So Merriam-Webster gives the example to pardon or forgive one's enemies. And the second definition of the word forgive is defined in two ways, which is one, to give up resentment of an offense. So Merriam-Webster gives the example of forgive for an insult, let's say. And the second way to forgive is to grant relief from a payment. And the example they give is to forgive a debt. So basically, the real essence of this definition is to stop feeling a feeling give up on a feeling of resentment for a thing done to us. And last is to give or grant a specific thing for someone so more tangible. And this is really interesting because I never thought of it as the concept of forgiving as just simply letting go of a feeling I feel. And Merriam-Webster and others mentioned this term resentment in their definition. So there I go again to the Googles to see what is resentment truly? What is it? And according to Wikipedia, resentment is also referred to as bitterness. Think of it, bitterness. So true, right? They describe it as a complex emotion, an emotion of a mix of disappointment, disgust, and anger, or a perception of unfairness where we were wronged. It stems from the French word ressentir, basically a strong feeling connected to anger. So resentment is an emotion in its simplest form to me, connected with anger over what someone did or did not do. And so when we distill this even further, simplify it even further, all it really means is an emotion of something that happened in the past. And I love Jodi Picoult's quote on this topic. She says, it's saying, you don't get to trap me in the past. I am worthy of a future. And I love that. You are worthy of a future. So knowing what it means is interesting because for me, I thought it meant action on my part about how I would act towards someone else. But that's not what it truly means. It means an emotion of resentment or anger. You know, I agree with this idea of complexity of forgiveness because, oh my goodness, think of it. We feel betrayed. Someone did something that we thought went against the grain and that offense was unforgivable or someone physically hurt us or hurt someone we loved, right? Or hurt others. And we then think the thought that forgiveness is accepting, it's condoning and agreeing with what they did. And that's not what it means. It does not mean that we accept someone's apology. It does not mean that we have a conversation and have a kumbaya moment with someone. It does not mean that the person or thing we are forgiving was right. It does not mean we have to allow anyone back in our lives if we choose not to. All it simply means is that we are aware and have power over our emotions of resentment, anger, and hurt. That we can choose to not feel the emotions over that offense. 
and emotion. And my goodness, when we feel grieved or wrong, then we get so ingrained in our thoughts. And you know, I have heard people say, I'm not ready to forgive. And I agree with them because when you're not ready to forgive, all that means is that that hurt you hold solicits an emotion that you are not ready to give up. And that is sometimes really difficult to hear. But when we're not ready to forgive, then we're not ready to stop feeling the emotion of resentment, of anger, of hurt. We're not ready to give up on that emotion. So when I ask myself, when am I ready to forgive? I ask myself, do I want to feel this anger or hurt? And you know what? I may not be ready to give up on that feeling. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I'm going to share something that was really very heavy for me for a while. In 2014, I made a promise to my dying sister. She asked me for two things. She asked me that I help keep her wishes when she was writing her will. She was in her hospital bed when she did her will. And this was very difficult for me. I was with her along with my sister, San, and my mom. And the only reason we were having the discussion was because the doctors were asking for her medical directive. So she wanted to go this route. But she also talked uh, with other people, you know, that were very important to her around this topic. She called my brother, who is a Roman Catholic priest, and he agreed with her over the phone of what she wanted in her will and everything. And they agreed with all her specifics. And so she left this will and she asked that I help make sure her will was enacted. And she also asked that I help someone very dear to her in a specific way. And two weeks later, after that conversation, she passed away. I never forgot those wishes. And I worked really hard to keep her wishes. And you know, the thing was that I was fought by the least likely people I thought would fight me in this, my own family. And so I held some deep hurt, some deep resentment, the emotions of betrayal. How could my family do this to her? Right To me, how could they dot, 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 and on and on I went. For many years, I carried the resentment in my heart, hurt over the injustice of it all, resentment over the betrayal of trust, betrayal to my loved one that passed away. How could someone lie and cheat? And again, it's been on and on. And then one day I realized after listening to someone say that forgiveness was not for others, but for ourselves. Forgiveness, they said, was based on the decision to stop feeling resentment, stop feeling betrayed. And my initial thought was no way that is not forgiveness. Let me tell you, you see, there was a little bit of confirmation bias going on in here. There was a little bit of arrogance that these family members wronged me and I needed justice done. The balance of right. I wanted to hold on to my wubby. I was right. You see, I thought in my mind I was right. These other people, they were wrong. These other people had it wrong. And then I stopped. I truly stopped and I asked myself, do I want to keep believing this? Do I want to keep feeling this darkness in my heart? Do I want to keep thinking that this person doesn't deserve to be forgiven? Do I want to play the overlord of rightness? And you know, more importantly, did I want to continue to feel the emotion of hurt and anger? And you know, the interesting part is that my sister's wishes were not for me. Her will was truly to help someone else. I was not enacting her will wishes for me, but for her memory and for the person she left it for. I was working on her behalf for my nephew. And you see, all of this in the end is just noise. 
because the specifics almost don't matter. They matter only to the extent of the action I take. I can separate these two. I can separate my actions from my emotions. And I made the decision in my heart, in my heart, in my spirit, that someone else had no control over my emotions and my peace. It was like an explosion in my mind, a true eureka moment for me, that I had the choice to feel compassion. I had the choice to feel peace, to feel free of the anger, the hurt, and to let go of the thought that this person, this close loved one, loved ones betrayed me. It was like I was freed, as silly as it sounds, I felt free. And it didn't matter anymore what they did, what they said or didn't say. The results did not matter anymore. I was still going to work just as hard to make sure my sister's wishes were enacted. But what mattered was peace, my mental freedom. I took so much space in my mind, in my conversations over the injustice. And when I let it go, it stopped consuming me. I started to focus on me and things just spiraled in such a good way, such an amazing way. The realization that to forgive was just an emotion I could choose to feel as simple and basic as that. Oh, but so challenging to truly comprehend it, to truly take it in and to keep it. And then when this emotion of resentment ended, I was able to ask myself, could I have compassion for this person, for these persons? Could I wish them well? And the answer to both of these questions were yes. Yes, I could. There are so many reasons that people do the things they do. So many. I don't know what was in their minds, in their hearts, and I choose to let it go. I can honestly say that I forgave them, that I wish them well, and hope they found peace. Peace from the resentment, the anger, the hurt. And you know, I smile now as I say this, right? Because you see, I realize that I'm not perfect and they are not perfect. And I know this. These close relatives don't talk to me. <laughs> they have made the conscious decision to not talk to me because they have a thought in their mind that I did X, which I didn't do, but that I did X, right? And that thought is there and it is compounded by other thoughts and emotions, whatever that is. And even if I did, who is that serving? Does it have any effect on me? Absolutely not. <laughs> and you know, I'm telling you right now, absolutely not. You see, the other thing with not forgiving others, we think that our not forgiving them is a punishment to them, that is hurting them, that our emotions of resentment and anger is somehow a punishment to them. We will show them and seethe with resentment. But who are we truly hurting? You know, I can honestly say in my heart, those emotions of resentment, do, they don't hurt me now. They're gone, right? Because I have forgiven. I honestly do not hold that anger. I can honestly say that I can send that love out there. Not to say that I'm not going to act, you know, or that I'm going to go kumbaya and get together. One, because this that's not the relationship anymore. But two, because I don't have to, right? I don't have to. And here's the other thing. Here's the beauty of it, that these folks can come to my door, knock on my door, come inside, and I will lovingly accept them to come inside my home. And I would honestly be interested in asking them, hey, how are you doing? How's blah, blah. Yeah, honestly, without any doubt, because I have dropped that. And on the same token, when I'm planning my gatherings, I have my inner circle. I love it so much. I don't miss a beat. 
Why? Well, because we make choices. We make decisions of who is in our inner circles, who we want to move to action with, totally separate from our feelings. You see, I don't close the door to people. I open the door. But who I invite is my choice. It's your choice. It's your decision. And so forgiving is just the emotion. And then afterwards, the acting is your decision, your choice. How you act is your choice. And so this feeling of resentment, of hurt, is your choice too. Do you want to hold it or do you need space to release it? And if you need that space, it's okay. And when you're ready to let go of the emotion of anger, the emotion of feeling betrayed, the emotion of being wrong, you and me, we can let the emotions free and by default, gain our freedom back. This can also mean that you can drop the rock. Drop the thought of being right. Drop the thought that you're not forgiving them is affecting them somehow because it's likely not. You see, this is perceived danger for us because in part, when we forgive, the blame is released. The emotions that hurt us are gone and we are left with what was with the past. And the other thing is that we can be patient with ourselves when we're deciding when to forgive. Like I said, peace will come in due time when we let it, when we allow it. And here's the gold in all of this, the why. Here's the value in this idea of forgiving in letting go and accepting what happened as a fact of the past, the past. The why we want to forgive is so that someone else's transgression, someone else's terrible hurt that they did to us physically, emotionally, sexually, that hurt, that does not have to affect us where we act against our own self-interest, our own wellness. So the why is to stop hurting ourselves as a result of the resentment. Stop the acting against our own self-interest where we act to hurt ourselves. We hurt on the inside. So we hurt ourselves on the outside. And this is gold. It means we can also let go of the overeating because of our pain, the over drinking because of our pain, the overspending, the dot, 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 dot. And on it goes. Healing means not just healing from the resentment. It also means that we heal the way we treat ourselves over this wrong. We drop the rock and are truly free. And then you think about this concept on a global level, right? I imagine if our society as a nation, as a world, if we drop the rock, oh my, what an amazing opportunity. What a life. And you know, it all sounds so deep, but really distilled down is just simple. You know, I, I was listening to the Calm app. The Calm app has these episodes called The Sparks, where they interview maesters in the respective fields they're talking about. And the maester in this area is Fred Luskin, the director of the Stanford University Forgiveness Project. My understanding of what he says and what he teaches is that forgiveness is about reframing the situation and that gratitude, yes, gratitude, plays a big role in the concept of forgiveness. And I love this teaching because to me, this gets us to a potential how, how to move ourselves into forgiveness. He teaches that forgiveness is about making peace with your life. And I love that where we don't keep moving that transgression along, you know, where we say we forgive 
if someone does something again and we bring up that old transgression where we have this leg up on that person because, well, you know, we were almighty forgiver, right? We forgave them. Here they go again is the thinking. And to me, we really haven't forgiven, right? Mainly because it keeps resurfacing for us the emotion of hurt or resentment. And while Fred Luskin doesn't address this resurfacing, what he's saying about seeing the bigger picture, about seeing that underlying this resentment is a fear or a fear that puts us in an adrenaline state. We are more able to see the bad and negative of others. But when we truly let go of the fear of being hurt again, then a retransgression's power is removed. It's like we're an eagle seeing, soaring above and seeing the full scene of the landscape. We have a bird's eye view of the situation. And, you know, he also talks about how important gratitude is in this process of forgiving. Can we be grateful for the lesson from the situation? Or can we be grateful for our strength through it? Can we be grateful for the freedom we gain, the freedom from the resentment, the freedom of the effects of going to the food, to the thing, because of how we feel? Can we be grateful for the new energy we will gain from letting go? Because, oh my, there's so much energy expended in the resentment, the anger, the fear of being hurt yet again. We can regain our energy and regain our freedom when we decide to forgive. You know, I want to leave you with a quote from the one I believe is the ultimate maester in the area of forgiveness, and that is Nelson Mandela, the Nobel Peace Prize winner. He was the former president of South Africa and was imprisoned for 27 years. 27. He wrote in his autobiography, Long Walk to Freedom, and I quote, As I walked out the door toward the gate that would lead to my freedom, I knew if I didn't leave my bitterness and hatred behind, I'd still be in prison. Have a beautiful week, everyone. And please share the episode with your loved ones. Hey, thanks for listening. If you're ready to achieve your weight loss goal and grow into your most authentic and amazing self along the way, check out our website at projectweightloss.org. See you there.